to do anything else. I just want to pray. Pray. Jesus, I come before you right now, man. And I pray for your, your peace just to continue to linger in this place, Lord. Your sweetness of your spirit, Lord. And I pray today will be a day of healing for some, a day of restoration for others, Lord. But God, I pray right now that my words will be your words, God. And that this message you gave us will be a message of perseverance. I pray these things in your precious holy name. Amen, amen, amen. I'd like to start off with a quote. And it starts off, don't let your setback cause you to sit back. Prepare for your comeback. Church, I just... Amen. I just... This had to be... 2016 had to be one of the most overwhelming years that I could think of. Not necessarily for me personally, but for me as a pastor. of the church I'm involved in, in this church. There's been a lot of heartache in 2016. Too many funerals. Too many marriages broken up. Too many people struggling. Too many people struggling with their finances. Too many people unemployed. And it was hard, it was hard, uh, it was hard for me as a pastor, as if you know me, you know one of my passions is, is to bring joy to people. I love to joke around, I love to see crack jokes, I love to see people happy, I love to encourage people. And I can't tell you how hard it was for 2016 for me to do that, to bring comfort where comfort was needed. Things happened that I couldn't, no matter what I said, I couldn't bring comfort. And to me, I, I, personally, that, that, that bothers me. If there was ever a time where I felt out of place, out of my comfort zone, feeling like I can't do anything, it was 2016. So as I prepared this, I said, God, give me something for me first and something I can give to that could be relevant. Amen? Relevance. I want to be relevant. I don't want to just speak out of emotion, out of what I think and feel. I want to speak what I believe God is speaking to the church. This has been a very uneasy season. So today I want to uh, bring a sermon, uh, a message titled Pushing Through. And I want to, I want this message, if you're hearing me online, if you're hearing me in the future for, for this recording, if you're here, I want to speak to a certain kind of people today. If you're one of those people that are hurting, 
that are struggling. You're sick and tired. You're sick and tired of being sick and tired. One of those people that, 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 spent, that spent a lot of time asking God, God, well, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for your promise. I've been, I've been stuck in here for, 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 for some time. I'm waiting for a release. If you're one of those people that, that are mourning, that are angry, that got unanswered questions, God, why is my marriage falling apart? Why are my kids not, not, not be, becoming who I want them to become? God, I'm not tired of struggling financially. I'm tired of being broke. I want to speak to you today. And if you don't fall in any of those categories, remember this message because you will feel some pain. And I want, if, this, if I can sum up my message in one sentence, you know, just a... Uh, that's a, a challenge uh, um, BJ gives us. Will be this. And if you don't remember anything I say, I want you to remember this. God has a purpose for your pain. A reason for your struggles and a reward for your faithfulness. What? Alright, I'll say it again. God has a purpose for your pain, a reason for your struggles, and a reward for your faithfulness. Don't give up. When I was, I got a vision, you know, and before I even started preparing this, I, I had, I got this, this vision of, a, uh, of uh, how I, I see the church right now. I see a lot of people right now in the church, and it was a picture of a boxer or some kind of fighter. And this fighter, he just got knocked down on a mat. And I, and I just get a sense that with all the struggle, all the heartache, all the, the pain, the emotional, the, 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 the physical pain, that we're as a church, and in light of what we've been going through since October or November, that it's almost like we're knocked down on a mat, but we're not knocked out. And I want you to get a, a grasp of this vision I got. Because in the vision, it was, is, is, we're knocked down, we're beat up, bruised up, full of sweat, full of blood. We gave our all, but we're, we're at that point. Like, I can't, I can't, I'm not that, that's it. I'll just wait for the referee to count to 10, and that's it. God told me to say that he paused the count. Uh, go ahead. He paused the count. Listen, it might be... You might be at three right now, and you're waiting to ten so you can get your, you can just go, go on with your, your loss. Go on. But as long as you have breath in your lungs, listen, the vision I got is, is this fight is on a map, but he's still thinking. Everything is in slow motion. The referee, the count, he hears it. He hears the crowd going crazy, but it's in slow motion. But his mind is not in slow motion. In his mind, it's a picture of him pushing through whatever he's going through, whatever he's feeling at that moment. He's pushing through the pain. He's pushing through the, the sweat and the tears. He's pushing through the, the anger. He's pushing through with the, the lack. He's, he's pushing through of, of, man, all that training, all that training, and I lost. That loser mentality. 
see, he's pushing through his insecurities. He's pushing through. The morning that he's feeling, he's pushing through. Church, it's time for us to push through. In preparing this, I can't help to think of the way, I, I can't control the way my mind thinks, right? So in preparing this, I couldn't help but think about old school hip-hop song. Bert would love this one. Okay? Not necessarily the song, but how the song starts off. And the song is by L. Cool J. Classic song, but that's what I'll say. And he starts off with saying, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Okay? And, and I looked that up and there was a whole interview about... Come on, let's give me this. I, I, I looked up a whole... There was a whole interview about that phrase. Because no one could understand it. And when asked, he, he said, he said, what does that mean? Well, what does that mean? Don't call it a comeback. You've been here, if you've been here for years, why you have to call it a comeback? And he said, because, and there was a time where he took a, a break in his musical career and, and focused on his acting career, and, and he hasn't been out. He, hasn't, he didn't come out with an album for a while. And he's trying to say, I was out for a while, but I was, it looked like I was out, but I was never out. I, I, and I want to tell you, you may have been knocked down, but you're knocked out. In the interview, he says, he says, I, I lost it, okay? But, but I remember the interview, he goes, he goes, you know, people might have thought that I was out, that I finished, but I'm back. And I'm gonna make a comeback. And he and he was basically telling people, listen, you may have thought I was out, but don't call it a comeback because I was never out. And, and spiritually, and, and I had a laugh because I was like, only me would you know think of a worldly, a worldly song to take me back. And, and but it spoke to me because I'm gonna go into 2017 and I'm not gonna let my setbacks control me. And I want to say right now, if you're angry, it's okay. If you're mourning, it's okay. If you're struggling, it's okay. It's okay. Some people think it's wrong because they're feeling such a negative feeling. But I want to tell you, it's okay. What's not okay is you let it consume you. Does that make sense? And we have to remember God has a purpose for our pain. You may not know it. Stop asking God why. Say, God, okay, what do you want from me in this season of pain? Speak to me in this season of pain. Instead of why, how can I get through it? What can I learn from this? You know, I'll I share a little with me. Before everything happened, before in September, I came back from vacation and I was like, all right, fired up to start ministry again. I, I, I got a book to read for the men. I got a book to read for the couples. We were in the, the marriage ministry was going to be all year round. We had all these plans going for, for, for a year. And all those plans was put on hold. Because I didn't have a building. Personally, if you know me, I'm somebody who 
I'm a, uh, a creature by nature. I, I, I find a flow. If your flow works, I stick with it, and I, and I just ride the wave, right? So it's almost like I felt like I was still on a cruise ship. If you ever on a vacation on a cruise ship, you wake up, you eat, you relax, you eat some more, you relax some more, you do absolutely nothing unless you choose to do something. And even when you choose to do something, you relax, you're full. If you choose to, you can work out. I don't understand why, you're on vacation, but okay. <laughs> Hashtag Ethan does that. But <laughs> I felt like I was on a cruise ship of how I do ministry. I felt God told me, you're too relaxed. You're too comfortable with the way ministry is done. So God spoke to me, God, I'm living like I'm on a cruise ship and I should be living like I'm on a battleship. Get, get, get that thought process in your mind. See, when you're on a battleship, they train not to relax. At any given time, they have, if they're in the middle of the sea or under the sea, if you're in a submarine, at any given time, you got to be ready to go. Amen? They, they, they do drills. So in this, I got my word. I'm just going to share my word for the year. Persevere. Persevere to continue in a course of action, even in the face of difficulty, or with little or no prospect of success. We've been in this, this series called The Standard. Living according to God's standard instead of my own. Well, God's standard, one of God's standards is pushing through. We've been in the book of Romans, and I'm going to just read Romans 8. And if there's ever a time I got blessed with reading scripture, it was this one. I'm going to read slow, not because I have reading issues. <laughs> I'm reading stones. I really, it's a powerful scripture. So I want, I want you to receive this. Okay? Romans 8, starting at 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. And we know that in all things, all things, not some things, not a few things, not a couple things. And all things God works for the good of those who love him. Somebody say amen. amen. Who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. And those who he justified, he also Glorify. I want to pause there. If you don't know yet, you are called. Whether you like it or not, you are called. Whether you're a Christian or not, you've been called. Think about that. We all have a destiny. God all has a plan for all of us. Amen? We all been called, but we've been called according to His purpose. We all have been predestined to change. We may not understand, but God has a purpose for our pain, a reason for your struggle. 
I'm going to get to the reason for our struggle. But God gave me, I, I, you know, I always say, you know, ministry is like a car. You know, it's like a car. So imagine in this journey called Christianity, you're driving a car. The car represents your, your walk with God, right? I got to preach that. Too many people are looking in the rear rear mirror more than the big window that's in front of them. Think about that. If we drove and just look at the rear view mirror, if we just focus on that, I don't recommend it. You're going to get into an accident. But if you look at the big window in front of you, the big one that you see straight ahead, you see to the left, to the right, straight ahead. Spiritually, whatever you're going through, I think we're too stuck of what we're going through. Look straight ahead. You may not understand it, but God has a plan. He has a purpose. Verse 31. What then shall we say in response to, to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also along with him graciously, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against us? Those whom God has chosen. It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died more than that, who was raised up to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble Shall hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger or sore. Verse 37, no. In all these things we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height or depth, nor anything else, and all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Somebody needs to receive that. God chose you. In your doubt, God chose you. In your insecurities, God chose you. In your mourning, God chose you still. In your pain, Physical pain, emotional pain. God chose you. You have no job and you're struggling financially. God chose you. I'm going to read what I just read, but I'm going to read it in a simplified version. It's the message version. So what do you think? With God on your side like this, how can we lose? If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the, the line for us, embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son, is there anything else he wouldn't gladly, freely do for us? I'm going to change us into you. I want us, I want us to personalize this, this scripture. Just for a second. 
Is there anything else he wouldn't gladly and freely do for you? And who would dare take with God by messing with one of God's chosen? Who would dare even to point a finger? The one who died for you. Who was raised to, to life for you. Is in the presence of God at this very moment sticking up for you. Do you think anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between you and Christ's love for you? There's no way. Not trouble, not hard times, not hatred, not hunger, not homelessness, not bullying threats, not backstabbing. Think about what you're going through. Not whatever you're going through. Not even the worst sins listed in scripture. None of these phases us between Jesus. Because Jesus loves you. I'm absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead ain't angelic or demonic. Today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between you and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. Listen, I've been saying the whole time God has a purpose for your pain. And a reason for your struggles. Listen, God is, when we struggle, God is doing two things in one time. Two things in one time. And remember this. It's not about who you are when you get knocked down. It's about who you become while picking yourself up. When you pick yourself up, you're stronger. Amen? You're supposed to be stronger. Remember, what, what, what do we learn so far? God loves us. God has a plan, a purpose for us. He chose and predestined us, right? But the two things he's doing is he's developing you while you go through your struggle. He's preparing you. He's maturing you. Amen? We don't like to, this is not, a, this is not an answer we'd like to hear. God, why? Because I'm maturing you. God, I'm mature. I'm ready. No, no, you're not. Trust me, you're not ready. You're going to go through this? Because down the line, I'm going to use it for my glory. Uh, you're going to be stronger. You're going to be stronger so you can minister to somebody that's going through the same thing you're going through. James 1. Verse 2 and 3. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whatever you face trials of many kinds, to kinds, because you know that testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and lack nothing. I would love to live a time where I don't lack nothing. Amen? The reason why I lack is because I got some maturing to do. Amen? I'm not speaking about you. I'm speaking about me now. So please, no one get offended. We, I have a, a lot of work that's needed. Amen? I saw this comment just, just two days ago, and, and I posted it, and I seen everybody else post it. Grow through what you go through. I almost made that my title. Go through, grow through what you go through. What you go through, you're supposed to grow out of it. You're supposed to grow in it. The second thing he's doing is he's preparing you, but he's also developing your destiny. He's preparing your destiny. I'll give you an example. I, 
could spend a lot of time, I could literally, I could spend hours trying to figure out why I went through what I went through as a child. As, as, as youth. The pain. Some physical, a lot emotional. Why? Why? I spent a lot of time saying, God, well, why do I have to be born? Why, why do I have to be born? Well, I didn't ask to be born on this earth. How, how in the world did you brought me to this earth and, and I went through this, this, this pain? Take it away, God. No, I'm still in the pain. All right, let me let me get into the word. Let me get it into worship. Let me let me let me no, let me tap into this no. thing. Still there. The difference is, I got so into. Sometimes you can get in so into God's presence, you forget about your struggle. Still there. Think about that. Think about that for a second. We focus on the struggle more than we focus on God's presence. Some people get into God's presence to, to get out of the struggle. But that's not God's purpose. God's purpose is to grow with us. Listen, without God, your pain is just It's not purposeful. It's just painful. Without God, the pain that you're feeling is not purposeful. I want to be able to take my pain, take my struggle, and live, grow and live. Oh, my. I, I want to be purposeful. Because I'm tired of pain. Anybody tired of struggling? Tired of pain? I was stuck at the same position making nothing for 14 years. Went on interviews, promising interviews, interviews that found me. This is interview for that position. Well, interviews, handshake, wow, we'll give you a call. And I got the wow, like, wow, you, you really, you really. Never got a call back. When I go and ask, what happened? Um, budget cuts, uh, we're not ready. We thought there was an opening. But then I see other people getting a position. Thank God, I, I, I need this. God said, Hustle in what I gave you. You're struggling? Fine. But in your struggle, how are you handling the struggle? I started to thank God for what I'm in, the job I had. Thank God I had a job. I can say, I can easily say, well, I make nothing, but thank God I got something. Out of nowhere, there was a position uh, tailor made for me. The company tailor made the position for me. Never had anybody in this position. Made up a name for me. For doing what I was already doing. They probably had to do a little bit more. But doing what I was already doing. Substantial pay raise. Amen? Amen. Amen. One more example. I, I talk about the times I, I struggled the most in my childhood, my youth, and in my young adult. It's a struggle. I hated myself, and all I wanted is somebody. So, God, I'm ready. I'm 21 now. I'm legal. Legit. I'm mature, God. 
Give me the wife, give me the kids, give me the job, let's go. Let's do this, and I'll do it for your glory. That's what I should tell God. Trust me, God, give it to me, and then, and then man, for your, for your glory. I wasn't ready. Thank God he held those blessings for me back then. Because I wasn't ready. You might have questions. You might be questioning God right now. God, why? I wasn't ready for this. Why? Why, have I feel, why do I feel the hurt, God? Why? I, I don't like this feeling, God. And just when you think, just when you think, all right, you're a little over it. You could go on with life. You have a moment where, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm still feeling this pain. Make that pain purposeful. Give God glory. Give God glory for, for, for that you're still alive. Give, give God glory you still have the memories of the struggle so you can use it as a stepping stone. Amen? I read it somewhere where uh, use your giant to be a step stool to your purpose. <coughs> use your Goliath. Use the pain. Use the doubt. Use the mourning. Use whatever you go. It's okay. That's the way you feel. That's the way you feel. But use it to grow and to move on. Push through. Push through. Push through through, through the pain. Push through. Your marriage is messing up. Push through. Don't give up. Push through. God didn't why are you to give up. Your time is not up. The count is still on pause. You might be on nine, ready to hear for ten. God said, you're never going to hear 10 anytime soon. So you might as well get up and move on and grow and, and do what I want you to do. See, we can't do what we want, what God wants us to do if we're stuck in our funk. If we, we, we can't, if we're stuck with our, the stench, the, 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 the things that, 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 that hold us back. Amen. Say, God, I'm going to pray through this. Walk. I'm going to read and study my word and apply it through this life, through this situation. I want to receive all that God has for me through this and grow. Let's move forward, amen? Let's move forward. Can we move forward? Can we? I don't want to go through another 2016. Amen? Amen. I, I want, I want, I want to go back to the building, different, mature, with growth. Amen. We want the leadership to go back more into the word with growth. Amen. Because God has such an amazing destiny and plan for us. That should be enjoyable. It should be enjoyable when we use it for His kingdom. Anybody want to be used? Anybody want to be used by God? Anybody ever want to be utilized to the fullest? You ever wonder why these people that have so many different gifts? Man, that guy can sing. He can play any instrument. He can dance. He can do anything. What about me? Listen, God still has a purpose for you. There is a place for everybody in the kingdom. There's a place. That place might be in your job. That place might be in your homes, in your families. 
if he gave you a voice, if he gave you energy, if he gave you, uh, if you still got life, there's a reason, there's a purpose for your pain. Mature. Mature. Grow. Can anybody say grow? Can we say grow? I want to grow. God, I want to be more mature. I'm tired of being a baby. I'm tired of getting spoon fed. I want to eat the meat, the spiritual meat. Listen, my teeth are ready. My spiritual teeth are ready, God. I go through this struggle. I go through this struggle, but, but, but grow in me right now. I don't want you to take the struggle. I, I, want, I, want to, I want to walk through the struggle and wave goodbye. Because I want to be able to say, God did it through me. God didn't just do it. He did it through me. I want to get back up. And I want to continue fighting. Amen. I don't want to be 2000, I don't want 2017 to be a, a, a year that I gave up. Because then we're going to have regrets. Anybody want regrets? I don't want to be focused on who I was before I got knocked down. I don't like me when I'm in pain. I don't like being sick. I don't like being in pain. Who likes being in pain? Who likes being in pain? I'm tired of being in pain. I'm trying not, I'm tired of not liking myself for not being sure. I'm tired of lacking. I'm tired of being scared. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of mourning. I'm tired of wishing that, that, that everybody would like me. I'm, I'm tired of trying. And look, it feels like every time I try and I try and I try and I'm in this goes again back up, something happens and I gotta go right back down. That's okay. Because God is saying, I got you. The count is still on pause. Get back up. Listen, there's no TKOs in the spirit realm. You can get down once, twice, three. You can get down 13 times. And it's still not a tank out. As long as you have breath in your lungs. I wish I could sing that. What's he feeling? I got that song resonating in my head right now. I'm not singing, no. But if you're hurting, it's okay. Bring it to God and grow. If there's one thing I know for sure, God's peace is amazing. God's peace will surpass anything else you're feeling. God's peace will conquer anything you're feeling. Think about that. You're hurting. You could be at your worst and your worst. And middle of hell it feels like. God's peace will pierce. 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 And allow you to push through. God's peace is, 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 it should be your GPS. It will just pierce through everything. Can we just all stand? I'm going to ask if you can close your eyes. And this is how I want to close. You might be feeling good, okay. You might be feeling uncomfortable. Whatever.
are you feeling right now? Think about the time when you're in pain. Think about that person next to you who might be in pain. So many, so many marriages broken. So many kids are being broken because of the way that, that the household is run. People are mourning, people that are lost. Valid reasons to be sad. But God wants you just to worship through. Pray through. Don't pray and then with one eye look up to see the blessing if you're still not feeling that way. Pray in your discomfort. Play, pray in your, in your funk. Pray, worship in your unworthiness, in your lack, in your doubt, in your fear. Pray it through. Worship through your pain. There is a purpose. And whether you figure out the purpose or not, worship. Can we worship? Just listen to the words of the song. And if it hits you, just raise, raise up a hand. And if you see somebody around you that has a hand lifted up, especially the leaders, the pastors, go to them. Get them out in the aisle. Pray for them. Amen. Pastors.
please to just come to the altar this morning. We want to open up the front for you. If you just, if you're one of those that's been going through the pain, you've been going through the struggle, you, you, you're still unsure of what God is doing in your life. Maybe you're asking God, what is my calling? Where do you have me? I'm hearing about steps.